Welcome. Stay safe online with Sophos. Hello everybody, Paul Ducklin here from Sophos in Sydney. Today I want to look at the problem of fake support calls. And I'm joined by senior technology consultant at Sophos, Sean Richmond. Hello, Sean. Hi, Paul. Sean, tell us how these fake support calls normally play out. Generally, they're started by a call out of the blue from somebody claiming to have been monitoring your computer and that it is in some way infected, that they're there to help you from Windows or Microsoft, and then they'll get you to launch Event Viewer, look for problems, and then they will encourage you to either open remote sessions so that they can get access to the computer or download some software to solve the problem. And presumably, they'll charge you for that. Yes, yes, they will, and they'll charge $150, $200, $300, depending on how long it's going to take to, quote, fix. But now there's nothing wrong with paying for remote support if it's any good, but this is just a complete scam, isn't it? It's a phishing scam. My understanding is that usually, although the details may vary, they assume that the person doesn't know much about computers and get them to dig into a part of Windows, like the event viewer, which is normally full of errors, and then scare the person witless on that basis. Yes, it seems the script is designed to take advantage of ignorance of troubleshooting logs and things. So if you've never seen the event log before in Windows... And you see a bunch of errors in there, you go, oh yes, there are errors in my computer, and they say, ah, that's exactly as we expected, sir. And yet that's quite normal. Absolutely. So given that in Australia and in some other countries of the world, ISPs are starting to be proactive about calling customers who might be genuinely infected and hurting other people on the network, what's Auntie Gladys or your mum or your cousin, how are they to differentiate between these completely dodgy call centres and a call, for example, from their ISP? The best way would be that if you have an existing relationship with your ISP, you should have some information already about who to call in case of problems. You should be able to verify that somebody's been in touch with you from pre-existing data. So in other words, you shouldn't take for granted what the person tells you in the call. Presumably, if you call the number they give you, it'll get back to wherever that call center is. Yes, and they'll have a, a website. They may say, go to the website or here, go to this number. And it will, again, just redirect to wherever the call center is. Now, at the moment, my understanding is these fake support calls assume that the person has Windows. Yeah, of the people that I've spoken to while I've been training, which happens every time I do training, this topic comes up. It is all about Windows, and the claims I've had is if you uh, say you're using something else, they go, oh, there must have been an error in the system, sorry, bye. That doesn't mean that you're immune if you're a Mac user, because presumably when these guys smarten up a little bit and write a script for the Mac, they could pull exactly the same trick, couldn't they? Absolutely, and the demographics for Macs are that the people have more money to waste, so I wouldn't doubt that they become a target. Now, if somebody does call you like this, though, and you do know what you're doing, there's a school of thought that says, hey, waste their time, lead them on, egg them on, have a bit of fun with them, record it, publish them on the internet. Do you think that is a wise idea? I think it makes for some amusing viewing, but it's not a wise idea. And spending any more time than you should with them is of no benefit to anyone. Perhaps get a number to call them back just in case, or pass it on to ACCC here in Australia or ACMA. Actually, Sean, reporting these scams is a jolly good idea. You already mentioned the ACCC, the Competition and Consumer Commission, here in Australia. You can get to their website at scamwatch.gov.au. In the UK, there's actionfraud.org.uk. And in the USA, the Internet Crime Complaint Centre. Quite a mouthful, but the URL is really easy to remember. ic3.gov. Excellent. So, Sean, 
for you and for me and for network administrators out there. We know how to recognize this sort of stuff, but how do we, what should we advise those of our friends and family and colleagues who don't necessarily know how to deal with this sort of call and might easily be scared by it? How do we advise them not to fall for this sort of trick? Well, it's, it's very much the same as if somebody rolled up at your doorstep, knocked on your door and said, hi, I'm here to fix your computer. And you went, well, there's nothing wrong with it. Thanks very much. You wouldn't let them in the house and let them crawl around. And if they said, I need your username and password so I can get on your computer to fix this problem, you wouldn't let them do that. But people treat remote access differently for some reason. It's exactly the same. And I would suggest that the best thing to do is to not continue the phone call, to not be worried about it. And if you are concerned, get somebody that they know to look at the computer, somebody that they trust. In other words, home tech support for all of us tech Back types. to us again. Yep. But I guess in turn, we can then recommend the sort of business that does that kind of work based on people that we know do it well and whom we would recommend on the basis of Absolutely. knowledge. This is, this is a situation where you haven't been, or the person who's getting the call hasn't been advertising for somebody to come and help them with their computer. It's somebody calling up saying, we've got a computer, uh, we found a problem with your computer and magically we're in a position to fix it for a not insignificant fee. And you didn't and even know- And can I pave you'd... your driveway, fix your hot water heater and redo your tiles at the same time? Exactly. So in other words, treat it like any other scam of somebody knocking on the door saying, hey, you need a back porch built. Did I? Oh, really? Can you do it? Yes. Great. What a coincidence. <laughs> exactly. That's excellent advice. So more of the story is remote access to your computer is as dangerous as letting someone into the house to mess around with the computer directly. Well, it's even worse because you can't tell who that is. You can't point the finger at them later and go, that was the man who changed my settings. Sean, I think that's an excellent point on which to end. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Paul. And by the way, don't forget to go to our brand new blog site, nakedsecurity.sophos.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay secure.